Good evening. I'm Kate France. And I'm Tabby Tyler. Tonight, we talk about stuttering. So grab a beverage. It's time for a night in. My uh, friend Ray from New Jersey got me this mead, and it is incredible. I'm living for it. It is getting me through all of this. <laughs> um, Must be nice. I'm so I'm drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're see, you're hydrating. You're protecting yourself from oh, the virus. Yes. That sounds lovely. Yeah, <laughs> I just have such terrible acid reflux and so i don't want to drink anything but water right now and this is pretty acidic it's um the uh uh bff mead Mm -hmm. by melavino that was sweet yeah it's it's a it's sweet but it's like berries and cider and it's like it's just very tart and sweet so it's right up my i was just saying it that's sweet of ray to get you with the bff oh (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's sweet of them. Very much so. (laughs) It's very cute. They uh, got it for uh, Tally and I. uh, And the three of us have been BFFs for over 10 years now. So it's very appropriate. Um, No, that's really sweet. mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to having a drink soon. I have a new fancy juicer that I got. And one of the recipes that came with the juicer was you juice a melon and then you add Midori, like the melon-flavored liqueur, and then you add sparkling water and ice, and it sounds delightful. So I'm going to get around to it eventually. That's but the most then, you cocktail I could possibly imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know, for the person who drinks martinis. but <laughs> It's amazing. Um, I picture you always, constantly with a martini glass. <laughs> when you're jogging, I'm sure you're balancing one. <laughs> you just don't ever look at it. That's the trick. So, um, we'll get on topic now. Uh, this week we want to talk about Joe Biden. I didn't know Joe Biden has a stutter. And to be honest, I'm kind of ashamed of the fact that I fell for the misinformation campaign aimed at him on like Facebook and Twitter that make him appear senile. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't feel bad about it, though. A A lot of people thought and still think that he's unfit because of all the jokes and all the memes that were circulating on the Internet. They they did a good job to discredit him. And he, in a sense, does a good job at allowing it to happen. Joe Biden has a stutter, but you would never know it because he hardly acknowledges that he has one. And even further than that, he'll make an effort to imply that he's overcome it and no longer has one. Which is very indicative of his age and the older generation's desire to overcome adversity rather than acknowledge and deal with something that might you, you know, might make you seem less perfect. An article I sent you from The Atlantic uh, is written by a gentleman with a stutter, and he voices his frustrations about how Biden still doesn't want to say that he struggles with a speech impediment. Yeah, and in some ways, that sentiment is really discouraging to somebody who has a speech impediment that they can't overcome. It's almost like he's ashamed, and he shouldn't be. I imagine, though, that politicking is brutal and i don't put it past the leaders of the free world to be petty and cruel if they think that they can get underneath someone's skin yeah uh especially a specific world leader who has a history of mocking those with disabilities (laughs) however i mean in some ways i think people maybe 
would be encouraging and sympathetic towards him. See, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Historically, people have had really unfair prejudices against people who stutter. And those prejudices haven't really gone away. According to an article in The Guardian, quote, a recent study found the perceived public opinion of those who stutter remains negative, and that's largely misunderstood. Really? Yeah, apparently. I mean, people used to think that stuttering was caused by hysteria and neurosis, so I don't really put it past people to still not know what causes stuttering. To be honest, until we're writing the show... I had misunderstandings about what caused stuttering, but I didn't have negative feelings about people who stutter. Me neither, and it's still not known why some people stutter. But the current belief is that this is caused by brain activity that interferes with the production of speech. Also, there is evidence that stuttering is an inherited trait and people can have a predisposition for developing a stutter. The biggest misconception is that stuttering is psychological. It's not. It is neurological and physiological. And that was one of my misconceptions. I always thought that emotional trauma in childhood could cause a person to develop a stutter. Yeah, I had a similar impression until my daughter began to stutter several months ago. Back then in the old world where I was allowed to take my daughter to school, the school speech therapist gave me a basic understanding to the topic in regards to toddlers. Apparently, stuttering is most common, in general, among children who are transitioning into speaking in sentences. This kind of stuttering is called developmental stuttering. It may happen when a child's speech and language development lags behind what he or she needs or wants to say. We we think that this is what's going on with my kid because, trust me, she has a lot to say. It usually starts between the ages of 18 and 24 months and tends to come and go up until the age of five. Generally, if it persists after that, you see a speech therapist to try and correct the stuttering, but it can last throughout a person's life. Less common is uh, neurogenic stuttering, which can happen after a stroke or brain injury. So basically, emotional trauma doesn't cause stuttering, but if someone already has a stutter, emotional trauma might trigger stuttering. Yes. That's interesting, though, because a lot of people credit trauma for their development of a stutter. Yeah, but the general scientific consensus is that that's just not the case. Well, while you were studying the causes, I did a little research on treatment methods to see what has been done to help treat stuttering in the past. I am ready to be horrified. Yeah, rightfully so. Uh, Treatments for stuttering have varied over time, and records indicate treatment plans that go as far back as the 4th century BCE. Listen to this quote from the American Speech-Language Hearing Association magazine. Quote, Demosthenes... 383 to 322 BC, had the good fortune to have Satyrus, the Greek actor, as his speech-language pathologist. Demosthenes not only stuttered but had a harsh, tuneless voice and trouble with his R's. Satyrus prescribed voice exercises for him, the use of a mirror, pebbles in the mouth, and declaiming while going uphill were all part of the treatment, end quote. To think they had a mirror. Right? I mean, when were they even invented? I think there were mirrors in the 6,000s BCE, 
and they were made of obsidian. Okay, okay. So the Demosthenes story works. <laughs> um, okay, so what else did you read? By the 6th century, surgical procedures became popular. The physician to the Byzantium emperor Justinian, Aetius of Amdia, thought that stuttering was caused by the tongue and recommended that the lingual frenum be cut. <sighs> that, that thing under your tongue, like that thing that connects the mm-hmm. tongue to the floor of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, that thing. <sighs> and, uh, and surgical procedures, of course, just had to be the new trend for the next thousand years. I wonder if in a thousand years from now, people will judge the way we practice medicine, the way they did in Star Trek. And cut, sew people like garments, needles and sutures. I mean, Dr. McCoy was just 240 years in the future and he was judging us pretty hardcore. Which is, I guess, just another example of why I'm glad I was born now and not a thousand years ago. (laughs) Yeah, and the surgical procedures did not really get any better either. As the perceived understanding of what caused stuttering progressed, so did the procedures. In the early 19th century, Johann Frederick Diffenbach thought that stuttering was caused by muscular spasms and performed surgery that sliced... A horizontal section at the root of the tongue, ultimately excising a triangular section with the intention of dividing the lingual muscle to interrupt nerve supply to the tongue. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, God. That, that, it just sounds cruel. I mean, it sounds Rosemary Kennedy lobotomy levels of cruel, honestly. Uh, Please tell me you don't have any more. (laughs) No, of course I do. Around the same time in Paris, another surgeon... H.D. Shegyung thought that people stuttered because their tongues were too big and attempted to alter their tongues by mechanical means. And to be honest, the French would probably just want to alter my tongue for the pronunciation of their names by me. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, science. Mm. uh, I'm starting to think that the doctors of yesteryear were just looking for legal ways to handle their serial killery impulses. Because, ew. Mm. Yeah, especially when there were less invasive methods of treatment even then. That's somehow refreshing. Charles Cannon Kingsley recommended boxing as a treatment, citing that it was, quote, over and above a healing art. Well, I suppose you're less likely to speak at all when you have no teeth left. And, of course, there is always the treatment plan of abstinence. Apparently, stuttering was thought in the 1900s to be attributed to cerebral lesions and sexual excess. All right, all right, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. You draw on the line? It's just, it's all so screwed up. It's just bad. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, Also, (laughs) did you know Marilyn Monroe had a stutter? You know, yeah, but I didn't learn that until I started researching the show. Yeah, when she was a child, a speech therapist taught her to speak with a breathy voice as a way to overcome her stutter. That voice became her trademark. A lot of people who are well-known for their voices actually have a stutter, like James Earl Jones. He's such a legend. (sighs) I am your father. And, you know, 
anything he says in The Lion King. He, he was a pretty constant voice throughout my childhood. He still struggles with stuttering, but it hasn't stopped him from becoming one of the most recognized voices of the 20th century. Neither has it slowed down Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, Emily Blunt. Perhaps the most famous person who stuttered was George VI. Which can bring us to the topic of the portrayal of people who stutter in mainstream media. And of course, we're talking about the film The King's Speech. And I want to say beforehand, this was a movie. So a lot of what happens in contrast to strict historical accuracy. But it was nice to have a film where a person who stutters was represented as intelligent and dignified. Right? I mean, usually people who stutter on TV or in films are painted as timid or worse, incompetent. Yeah, the, the King's speech portrayed a pretty accurate depiction of a person's experience with stuttering. And it did so in a way that elevated the main character and gave insight into how a stutter, instead of being caused by trauma, can cause trauma when those around them don't understand the issue. It truly stands out when compared to so many other portrayals of people who stutter in film. There are a litany of characters who stutter, who either can't be relied on, are the punchline to a joke, are evil or crazy or even evil and crazy. Like in Pearl Harbor, when the attack on Pearl Harbor begins, the character Red can't warn his friends because of his stutter. In Urban Legend, a gas station employee who stutters can't tell a customer about an axe murderer in the backseat of her car. This does not go well. <laughs> in Die Hard with a Vengeance, when the villain stutters over the phone, Bruce Willis makes fun of him. In My Cousin Vinny, the incompetent public defender stutters, and we're largely led to believe he's incompetent because he stutters. In Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Professor Quirrell stutters to throw people off the scent of his questionable fashion choices, masking his pact with he who must not be named. In Primal Fear, Aaron Stampler uses his stuttering to appear too innocent to commit murder. Spoiler alert, the character who stutters totally murdered the archbishop. This movie is a Richard Gere thriller from 1996. You weren't going to see it. And these are just a few options. Overwhelmingly, the picture painted by Hollywood isn't pretty. We talk about this all the time. So much of what we perceive as reality is what we see depicted by our storytellers. And this perpetuates misconceptions and discrimination towards people who stutter similar to other minority groups. Which is part of what leads many, especially of Joe Biden's generation, to hide past or present speech impediments. A stutter very, very rarely goes away for good. There's not a magical quick fix. Or even a long one. And pretending everything is fine is the playbook of our current president, and it isn't working great for over 50% of the country. I think a frank conversation from Mr. Biden, where he discusses his stutter, especially in the context of his lifelong career of public speaking, could only help reshape how his campaign is received. And how many other people who stutter are received. So thanks again for listening. I do want to point out that since the beginning of the recording of this show, there has been a thunderstorm. It's rained. There has been birds chirping because the sun came out. There has been National Geographic and Tabby's Yard. <laughs> <laughs> Nature. <laughs> Apparently 
a cat got chased off by a lizard. Those things happen in Florida. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was amazing. I, that was just a triumph of reptilian DNA over feline just now. Um, And this is what we fight against every time we try to record. Yeah, so we apologize if the sound quality isn't quite up to par, but thanks for for sticking through it with us. And um, we hope that you are out there doing well. I imagine everybody's fatigue level is getting relatively high at this point. And for those of you who are going back to work in the coming weeks, we wish you well. We wish that you uh, are safe and protected by your employers and your surrounding citizens. And uh, we hope to hear from you this week. Is there anything you'd like us to cover? Let us Let know. Us know. Yeah. We'll do the research and uh, bang it out for you. And until then. Bye. Bye. like in pearl sorry my computer fan came on it's it's just it's just going (laughs) hang on it's just gonna do its thing (laughs) it's just gonna be hella loud this perpetual misconception oh my god sorry national geographic call him up i just sorry (laughs) oh my god don't say lizards sorry um the cats from next door are running across the fence after a bright green anole like that's like a foot and a half long and the anole just went you guys whipped the its tail knocked a cat off the fence and then like attacked it with its uh, attacked the other cat with his mouth it was amazing and then they all fell off the fence I mean, to be honest, there's so few green anoles left. They really have to put up a fight to make I it. I mean, that bastard was not going down. I mean, he went down. He went. He fell off the fence. But I'm saying he wasn't going down without a fight. Not-